Jibba jabba. Toys R Us riding wheelies. Right. 20 plus years old, yet I'm acting silly. I don't have to hide it. Flow so tight like I was a Johnaman. Asking what's my age again? Eating Flissel's vitamins. I got the PS3, the 360 has both died before. Hey, hey. And welcome back to episode 24 of the Black Samurai Podcast. <laughs> You got you gotta tell me, man. If for hey, hey, shouts out to uh three black geeks. That's uh at three BG on Twitter. Their podcast also. Um I don't have the name I don't have the uh the address or wherever their podcast is, but just search around Twitter, I'm sure you can find them. But what was up with that, man? I caught I, I caught a glimpse of like you guys going back and forth about, about Ghost Dog and Yeah. Um another show that we listen to and have mentioned on here before, Black on Black Cinema. Yes. Uh, they're yes. part of the Nerd Apocalypse podcast network uh you can find them at i believe nerdpocalypse.com but uh they do a show a bi-weekly show when they sort of tackle uh black movies yeah and uh they happen to do an episode on the movie ghost dog which is a, a jim jarmusch film from uh 1999 oh was that was that last week's episode yeah it was last week's Okay, I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah, and they hated the movie. <laughs> but uh, one of the hosts on there, Micah, said that, you know, in... in yeah, Micah. Micah's funny. Yeah, he is. In, like, uh, he said when, when the movie came out in, like, 99, 2000, that he, uh, he loved it, and he, you know, I think he, like, bought it right away and stuff like that. And so uh, they they were basically shaming him and <laughs> shaming anyone else that liked the movie. So so then I uh, tweeted out to both of them and and three black geeks. They had they had sent, sent a tweet to Black on Black Cinema. Uh, their Twitter handle is, is uh, at Black on Cinema. Oh but, yeah yeah. Uh, they had tweeted out something about how how they they liked Ghost Dog. And so then I tweeted out a picture because I came in my office here and I grabbed the DVD, which I have. I grabbed the soundtrack, which I have and I actually really like. And, yeah, the uh, soundtrack was pretty good. Yeah, and then I grabbed the uh, Hakakuri, which is the the Book of the Samurai. You know, it's oh, basically all the sa- samurai tenets, you know. I remember you had that um, when we, we, we used to live together. You, I remember that being on the bookshelf. Yeah, and there's a reason I bought it. Yeah. It's because this fucking ghost dog. <laughs> you know, cause that's if, the one he had in the lunchbox, right? Yeah. Or he gave to the girl. She had it kept it in her lunchbox. Yeah. Huh. So, so <laughs> I, I tweeted out. I was like, you know, well, I have all three, so you know, so it it just turned into sort of a back and forth between the, uh, the okay. three shows. It was a sort of a crossing of the three shows. Got you, man. Well, I I, I haven't heard that episode. I um, you need to. I remember seeing. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm kind of behind on some of my podcasts, but um, yeah, I remember I I saw Ghost Dog a couple of times. I mean, I I know it's not perfect, but I mean, I kind of enjoyed it, so I, I have to go back and see what kind of uh what their take on it was. It's pretty sure it was hilarious. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Shouts out to uh, Three Black Geeks again at Three BG on Twitter and at uh, Black Black on Black Cinema at Black on Cinema on Twitter too. So yeah, and check out their shows because they do some really great stuff. I mean, not only do they do you know funny takes on stuff, they get into some you know serious black movies and and bring up some serious issues with you know black people in in movies and the whole yeah you know, yeah uh, one of my favorite ones did you ever see that you you hear the one about uh when they did fruitvale station um part of it i didn't oh, finish it i haven't gone back yet and that was before that movie really gained traction i want to say because like now now it's out there a little more people more people are aware of it but i mean i think that was our first time hearing about it and it wasn't really it wasn't really uh uh it was kind of a word of mouth thing, I think, at that point. Yeah, I may be talking out of turn here, but I just remember not not too many people were up on that when they did that episode, and I had to go and watch it after that. And it was just man, that episode was probably the most man. I mean, they re- real emotional man and really really amped up man. I mean, it was it was a good it was good. But then they have the funny ones, like I said, like Baby Boy. That was like Baby Boy, yeah, <laughs> and uh, which uh, the Last Dragon and. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, but anyway, man. Um, yeah, but, I guess we are. Uh, okay, yeah, what? Well, no, I was gonna say. Uh, segueing yeah. into what we're talking about today, folks. Um, we're keeping it in the movie vein because starting now until probably the end of July, we're gonna have our. I guess we're gonna call it the summer blockbuster uh, movie month. Well, Even though some of these movies we're going to be talking about didn't necessarily come out in the summer, yeah, like this one we're going to talk about today, definitely. I remember this was uh, spring break, yeah, but and um, it's summer um, now, so we're talking, yeah. <laughs> and, and we're talking about movies in summer, so we're gonna, yeah. But also the theme is that it's not just it's not so much just summer blockbusters; it's also you know they were comics or cartoons. Adapted into movies Yeah so stay tuned Because With every Death Cakes episode Our .5 minisodes Are uh, Going to deal with Usually a TV show Or cartoon That is based on the movie property And we'll we'll break down either the show Or an episode But uh, Anyway Today's episode (laughs) Which is you know, sort of, kind of topical because the new trailer came out a couple of days ago. Oh, yeah. And, uh, we'll talk about that later towards the end of the show, but uh, let's talk turtles. Yeah, let's talk turtles. And matter of fact, um, uh, one more shout out, man. I got a shout out um, our friend uh, Kappa Lizzie on Twitter. It's uh, at Lizzie underscore Silvas on Twitter because I uh, had a quite a few back and forth to her about uh, TMNT so uh, yeah this episode goes out to you yeah <laughs> yeah and we're uh, not gonna talk about Turtles uh, 1 Turtles 3 or the TMNT CGI movie we're gonna focus on the the really bad well I guess 3 was pretty bad to you I don't know because I didn't watch enough of three. I so it came on cable. I watched probably fifteen minutes, being generous, and said nope. Yeah, but I think I, I think uh, Turtles Two: Secret of the Ooze. 
Yeah. Now, before we started off, how much did you love this movie, man? Back when it came out, how much did you love this movie? Even when it came out, it was kind of a love-hate thing. Really? Because, uh, man, for me, I, well, I saw this movie three times in the theaters. Really? Um, yeah, first time is because uh, it was on spring break, like I said. My sister was away at Girl Scout camp, and so my mom just took me and my brother to go see it when it came out. And so we saw it once. Um, uh, I want to say... We saw it again with you. Probably. Because I, I, I know I saw, saw it at least once in the theater. Yeah. I guess I want to say it was with you. Yeah, I want to say it was with you. Went and saw it again. And then um, I think within that same week. And then um, a weekend later when I was with my dad. Um, you know, my sister was home at that point. She hadn't seen the movie. And... Uh, also, uh, Ghost from uh, Keepers of the Funk, uh, it's my cousin. Um, he hadn't seen it yet, and so my dad was like, uh, "Okay, we need to go see it." And then he's like, "John, you know, what do you say? See it again?" I'm like, "Sure." <laughs> and also, <laughs> you know, we there we are, and we're uh, that's the, so I moved for the third time in the theaters and uh, loved it every time. Uh, I remember during spring break, like when I, actually when I came back from to school, I just remember everybody, everything, every conversation you heard was like everybody seen had seen Turtles too. And everybody's like, oh, I want to see it again. I I'm like, yeah, I've seen it twice already. And <laughs> was going to see it a third time that following week. Little did I know at that point. But, uh, yeah. I I loved it. Um, hadn't seen it again until years and years later on Netflix. And that's when I realized, wow, this, this isn't good. Hmm. No, it is not. It is bad. <laughs> it is yeah. very bad. Um, I'm trying to think because I know I saw it in theaters at least once and I know I liked it but I think the biggest disappointment was The Other Mutants yeah yeah and which we will get to yeah we'll, we'll get yeah. to them in a Lord. minute because um, we need to talk about them <laughs> but um, I mean yeah the more I think about it I, I guess I liked it, but I didn't love it. The first one I loved. The first Ninja oh. Turtles. It was. It was darker. I mean, not not that as a kid I recognized that, but you know, looking back right. now, it was definitely a darker movie. Mm -hmm. um, it is definitely more in the vein of the original. Um, the original comic series from Eastman and Laird. Whereas this movie is more cartoon based, if right? That makes yeah, because okay, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I was gonna say a little bit about that as we went along, but um, the first, the first movie. I mean, not that I didn't, I didn't really know a lot about the comics anyway when when they were out. I didn't, my my intro to turtles was the toys and the cartoon, so I didn't know about the comics. And like you said, didn't really recognize, you know, this is a dark film. But I just know it just felt... That movie, considering the source material, if you look at what they did, they really tried and really did make reality out of Ninja Turtles in 1990. I mean, can you believe that? Yeah. And you I know mean, what I'm saying? Yeah. That was the whole point. They made it... It was very... Really, it was, it was believable 
like, you know, if this was going on, this is kind of like what it would be, you know? Yeah, and it took, it took, um, actually a sort of classic, a couple of classic sort of storylines from the Eastman and Laird comic, and, you know, since then, that same sort of story has been told in every sort of iteration in, it's been told in the, um, uh, the 2002 cartoon or 2001, whenever that came out, uh, right. it was told. That was a good one. Told in the, the current comic book series by IDW. It, it's being told, you know, right now, pretty much you know, at the same part. But it's it was you know the turtles uh, fighting, meeting the shredder, getting their ass kicked. Um, in the 2002 series, it was called City at War. Um, in the comic book series, it's called City Fall or something like that. Then they all escape to the woods or to you know to upstate New York for a while and hide, and they gather their strength, mm-hmm. and then they come back. That that that's all pretty much you know straight from the comics. Yeah. And this movie has nothing to do really with any kind of source material or anything you know yeah so let, let's just get into it yeah okay. so let's just let's just start with the opening scene and even though like i said when i love this when, when when i watched this i love this movie i sat down when it first started and i was like okay what that what was i like maybe i was nine years old and so i'm like what i'm thinking to myself what is going on here because everybody is just eating fucking pizza. Yeah. It's just pizza all over the place. It's pizza, pizza. Like, they've got a... There's a there's a cop car that's pulled over with a guy handcuffed. Should be taking him down to jail. They're sitting there eating fucking pizza. Yeah, everybody's eating pizza. Everyone walking down the street eating pizza. There, there's, um, <laughs> I've actually got the movie running right now. There's a damn dude with a, with a, you know, a food cart. He's got pizza. There's no reason for everybody to be... Why? What's the point of that? No, yeah, it's New a York. Man yes, and a woman, New York. A man and an ugly woman. They're, they're sitting <laughs> in front of a fountain and they're just eating pizza. But I mean, and it's like, and they've got champagne, I, but they're eating pizza. <laughs> and I get it, you know, New York. Guess what? Pizza town. But people don't just walk around all about eating fucking pizza. I tell you that. No. And on top of that, it's Roy's Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they get in trouble. Uh, what was the one that uh, is it Ray's or Joe's Pizza? That every like every block has a, a Ray's Pizza or something like that in New York. Isn't that right? Is that what it is? Because I mean, I'm I'm thinking I would I just, I just want to know what happened to Domino's. <laughs> this is New York. Because they know Domino's in New York. It wasn't the first one. Well, they yeah. had product placement, and I mean, for some reason, this time around, they weren't Domino's; they were Roy's. Yeah, and he's big time too. Apparently, I don't know. Maybe so, man. But I mean, it's fucking. <laughs> there is no way in hell you're convincing me in New York or any other city. It, it could be Montana for like if you know that Roy's is a reputable pizza chain. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It feels well, like Giovanni's Pizza or Salvatore's Pizza. I can see it, but it's fucking Roy's. Yeah, I, I guess I'll give you it this time. <laughs> but you know, it's New York. Come on. Yeah, well, but uh, again, 
There's just pizza yeah. all over the fucking place. Why? Why? Anyway, at, at Roy's, you get introduced to the new uh, human friend. Uh, what the fuck's his name? Kino. Kino. Who's played by um, oh, Ernie Reyes Jr. Yeah, er- Ernie Reyes Jr. And, it, and I just gotta say, this is a far cry from his magnum opus that is Surf Ninjas from no, 1993. No, shut up. <laughs> The movie is stupid. The movie's awesome, man. I was like, I like that one scene, like you know, when they're marooned on the island and they can't get through the reef, and it's like after Tone Loke shows back up, and Wait, the no, guy no. sees, and his we're brother sees in his game this. gear. He sees in his game gear that if they we're, they fashion not, surfboards, stop. we're not talking. About this. <laughs> but they they make surfboards out of the local wood, you know, they can surf across the reef instead of because they can't get through there with the boats. And then Tone Loke drops that classic line, Ah, oh, man, brothers don't surf. When I get back to the hood, won't none of the homies talk to me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. Anyway. Um. Um. Not completely thrown off because I'm thinking about a stupid movie. <laughs> Surf Ninja. Stay tuned for that one. Uh, oh, oh, you're going to watch it? Yeah, I'm going to rag on it. Oh, also because you know my... Me and my kids love it. But uh, Ernie Reyes Jr., he plays Kino, who's the pizza delivery guy. Right. He apparently delivers to April O'Neill all the time. You know. And that that's another thing I want to bring up before we get too far. There is no real timeline set. So we don't... All we know is that this takes place sometime after Turtles 1. We don't know if it's been a month a year nothing yeah. so we don't know how yeah. long you know, and I actually Shredder's watched dead. I actually watched this viewing actually trying to figure out if they said it and I just missed it all this time but no there's no mention <laughs> of it you never know no you don't and that's that makes it even stranger because the one human who gets left out this movie is Casey Jones and I'm glad you said that because I watched through in my notes I have right here. What does Kino have to do with anything? Where's Casey Jones? Why not Casey? And I think it was because the the reason why there were so many changes to Turtles 2 to make it lighter and funnier is because a lot of parents thought the first one was really dark. And I, I'm thinking that parents probably, you know, yelled about Casey Jones who, you know, isn't a mutant turtle or a ninja. He's just a dude in a hockey mask running around beating people up. Okay, so, have they never seen the cartoon? He does the same thing. Well, yeah, but, you know, how, how many his, parents... His motto read, was, I need to break something. How many parents, you know, watch the cartoon or read, read the comic and know that, you know, they do this stuff? I guess not, but, I mean... You know, I mean, that's why... My mom knew who Casey Jones was, so I guess I'm using her as a frame of reference. Yeah, but that's why there's a reason for something else that I'll get into later. But uh, anyway, Kino is delivering a pizza to April when he sees across the street. delivering April some Roy's pizza. (laughs) They like Roy's. Just leave it alone. (laughs) (laughs) He he, he sees a uh, van in an alley across the street, and it's open. It's got all this stuff in it. Because apparently there's a mall like right across from April's apartment or down the block or something. Well, not only that, it's down the block and down a flight of stairs. Yeah, it's like underground mall. 
It's but, like a butcher shop and all kinds of shit down there. But I will say that that mall is what I think of when I think of your classic 80s, early 90s mall. Where Absolutely. everything is white. The walls are white. The shop fronts are white, except for the neon sign that says what it is. It's not like malls today when the stores have their own sort of... Uh, yeah, like, yeah, their own front. Their own, yeah, yeah, their own front. Like, uh, what's that one preppy store? Abercrombie Hollister. and Fitch that has... Or Hollister? Well, both of them, really. But yeah, Hollister. Yeah. They actually got like a fucking... They got like, like a, a house porch. and a porch in the front. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They they didn't have that back in the 80s and 90s. You may just have a neon sign that says Hollister, but everything else is just stark white, and then there's yep. neon signs and stuff everywhere. That is that is an 80s mall. Yeah, that is what I grew up with. It's that St. I Louis like. Center. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Except underground. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, Kino decides to investigate for God knows what reason. He goes down these stairs... And he walks in on the J. Crew thieves. Why do I say they're J. Crew thieves? Because they're wearing they're wearing stockings over their face, but they're they've all got like flannel shirts and polo shirts, and they're all tucked in their jeans. And it, you know they've got their button-down you know long sleeve shirts on. It's not what you would think a bunch of burglars would wear, Foot Clan or no. Hey man, it was the parents. They said if you're gonna have violence, if you're gonna have criminals, at least make them look presentable. I guess so, cause this I'm looking at now. This one guy's got this red and white flannel shirt, and this all tucked into his belt and stuff. And he's got got his belt all neatly tucked and tied around, cause it's longer than his waist. So uh, anyway, he comes down and he beats up three dudes, and then he says, "Oh, that's pretty easy." But then a bunch of other guys come out of the building. Why there's a butcher yeah. shop in the mall, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was saying before. <laughs> there's like a butcher shop right next to an electronics store. And... Yeah. So then, all of a sudden, <laughs> he, he uh, yells for help. And then, behind him, the turtles come down the stairs and then jump in the air. You get the splash page where it says, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. And then that really sort of classic music from the movie that you know what I wrote in my notes too you know I had no idea even even when I saw it on Netflix uh, about four or five years ago um, it didn't strike me until this viewing that that how much that beat sounds like coming to America oh yeah <laughs> it's like the same the same composer did all of the movie theme songs in the late 80s and the early 90s. Yeah, I guess it does. <laughs> Say, can you see I'm coming to America? <laughs> what, you know what? What is it with that music anyway? What, what? I like Why that, that one? I, I guess, but I mean, it's like when, when you have, I guess... What I'm what I'm getting at is when they did the movie, the the cartoon was already in full swing, mm-hmm. and they had, you know, they they had the the classic uh, the dun, ending dun, theme dun, song dun, with dun, the turtle dun, power, dun, dun. the 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 turtle power song by yeah. uh I forget who who the hell some no name group, and you had both of those, but 
it's, but they went with this. Well, I, just, this I just don't know where that came, where that comes from. This was the music from the first one too, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When they did that, yeah, I, because I, I'm guessing the 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 music producer or not producer, but you know the composer. I mean, this was probably the turtle theme or whatever it's called. You know, Pro- probably really if, if, if you bought the score, the actual movie score, this was probably like turtle theme or something like that. You know? Hey, time out. We got you for your birthday. We got you a soundtrack. Was that the score or was the soundtrack? Soundtrack. It was the soundtrack. Okay, was that in there or no? No, because I actually downloaded the soundtrack the other day because I was thinking about it. And, you know, just <laughs> side note. Wait, did you give me the soundtrack for this or for the first one? Uh, uh Both. Okay, yeah. We get, like, I, like, I think one year uh, we got you the first one, the second year we got to the second one. Yeah, the first one is... Far superior soundtrack. You've got yeah. you, you've got Hammer. You've got um, some techno DJ, but then they got <laughs> Yakit K from whatever group she was from. You know, doing spin that wheel. I was just gonna say that, man. <laughs> remember, remember Hip House? Yeah. Good lord, I'm so glad that little era was so short lived. Yeah, I know. Yeah, thank you, Dayla, for that one. Um. For uh, kicking him out the house, but uh, yeah, that's why I, I, in preparation for this episode because I remember some of those some of those songs too. And uh, yeah, I went back and listened to "Spin That Wheel." I'm like, oh my god, this is this is really bad. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, and then uh, you know, partners in crime, of course, were Turtle Power and yeah, and Spunkin'. Delic with nine point nine five, which if you Spunkadelic. yeah, if you looked at Jesus. our our Twitter a couple of days ago, you saw that I, I put that on as our hint for today's episode. I give it a nine. I give it a nine point nine five. <laughs> God, but <laughs> anyway, anyway, <laughs> we're we're way off course here. But uh, anyway, the turtles show up, and this is where. You know, when I was a kid, it was cool, but now as an adult, and you know, knowing how censorship works and how you know all this stuff has changed, you can see the problems. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This this whole movie or uh, mall scene is the only time in this entire movie you will see Leonardo draw his katanas. And what yeah, does he except- do with them? He throws them straight in into the ceiling. <laughs> He never pulls yeah. his katanas again. And I made this point in some episode we were talking about. When I said, you know, in all the adaptations, you know, they, they, they. Oh, I think it was in the, uh, in when we were talking about X Men and we were talking about Wolverine mm-hmm. and how you know it really wasn't until this one when he was really allowed to cut loose, you know, lately. And I was talking about you know Leonardo, how you know he never cuts or stabs anybody, you know. And that's true in the first one too, except the swords did actually come out. He would actually fight with the swords, and there'd be sword fights. It'd just be, you know, they block and fence with each other, you know. Yeah. He would be at least trying, you know what I'm saying? This one, he doesn't try at all. Like you say, he throws them into the ceiling, he uses them to swing off of. Yeah. From the hills. And that is the only time he uses his swords for everything else. Which, I mean, really, after this fight, and then there's a fight in the junkyard, there aren't a lot of really real action set pieces here. 
No, and the first one was full of them. Yeah, the first one was full of them. Yeah, and, and, I, yeah, and I'm watching the scene right here. He throws the swords into the ceiling, he swings, and he kicks. And that's not all. He, that, That's not all. Fucking Donatello, he he doesn't pull the bow staff out. He pulls out a wiffle ball bat from like the toy store. Yeah. And, and Michelangelo goes to said butcher shop and <laughs> grabs weenies. But he's using them like nunchucks, but he can't use yeah. his nunchucks. He can't use nunchucks, and then he gets a yo-yo at some point too, and does the same thing. So that that's what that's 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 censorship for you. We've replaced the iconic turtles' weapons, which everybody knows about because if you've seen the cartoon, they use them yeah. in some capacity. Yeah. But no, now we've got we we've got wieners on though, a string. No, I will say you know the last season of Turtles, uh, Michelangelo did finally ditch the or no, it wasn't the last season. It was maybe a third season. Michelangelo ditches the nunchucks and uses a grappling hook all the time oh, for for wow. the same censorship reasons. Jesus, I was like, so, so well, they do that so that they would have to, See, um, <clears throat> so they would have to do as much as much editing work in the UK. Probably, I'm watching this scene right now. Michelangelo goes to the butcher shop. His nunchucks are on his belt. <laughs> Displayed prominently. They're he, always on his person. He grabs or his turtle. He grabs two sausages or two, you know, sausage links, and is swinging around like nunchucks. And then, how is that any different from nunchucks? Why not just use the nunchucks? I don't know. And then Raphael, he has his size turned inward, so the blade is up against his forearm, and he hits people with the hilt. I don't, I don't understand. Uh, I don't know why. And another thing, they're the turtles themselves. Their faces have changed. In the yes. first one, their eyes were smaller. You couldn't see as much as the wide of their eyes. You know, they 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 had expressions, but it um, you know it seemed more realistic I guess you could say Compa- not totally because in the first one like 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 I was saying before you know it, it was it was just even it's really kind of a kind of a modern marvel if <laughs> to, to use that term that they even got a movie like that to like grounded in any sort of reality with the first one I don't even it's kind of crazy to believe that they did it you know but the turtles I mean you can know they're I mean you forget that these are costumes, you know, with in the first one. At least mm-hmm. I, I sure do. Even even today, you know, because I watched, I went back and I watched the first one just because after seeing this one, I wanted to make sure with the first one I wasn't just looking back with nostalgia and and and, and rose colored eyes. You know, I wanted to make sure it was actually still good. And it does. It still holds up today. And I was watching it, and it's like, yeah, I mean, there, you can tell that there, even with a smaller budget, uh, you know, and and probably cheaper materials. They found a way to make those things look a whole lot more realistic, up standing right next to real people, than they do with these new ones with the bigger budget. Yeah, yeah, because these new ones they have much bigger eyes, and, and they're more cartoony. And that's really where 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 it kind of sets in for you because, and, and you remember also with the taglines with the original, it was "Hey, dude, this is no cartoon. This one is most definitely a cartoon." Oh yeah, and you see it in the first fight scene. Yeah, and then of course. Alright, the, the fight ends, they, they stop the burglars, they take the pizzas from Kino and give him money. And yeah, they pay for the Roy's pizza and they leave. Yeah, and then we're introduced to New April. Yeah, and, uh, I don't know, how, I, 
okay, I will say this new April better looking than the first one in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But she is like she, she's like Sokka, or excuse me, Soka in the Last Airbender. She's a piece of wood. She's no, the first April. I mean, she for not only did she play a better role, she was a much more fleshed out character and way more ra- like she really got into the role of April and did a whole lot more. This one, she's just kind of there. Yeah, and we really don't see we don't see her doing well, no, I guess we do. We, we get one scene of her doing you know, reporting towards uh, in, in the middle there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the other, the, the first movie, she was you know, always on the job, constantly on the job. Yeah. You know? She had a she had a fight scene. You know, she got her ass kicked. You know, mm-hmm. she had scenes to herself with Casey Jones. She had scenes with the turtles, and like I said, much more fleshed out character, much better actor. This one, not so much. No, no, not so much. I, I think she got a little bit better. Um, in the third one, she had a little bit more to do, but she was still kind of wooden. Yeah, but didn't uh, see it. Couldn't yeah. tell you. But anyway, uh, cut to April. They have been living in April's apartment for however long it's been. We're <sighs> we're not sure. How can that be? But yeah, that, that's the thing that doesn't make sense. If if it's been, say it's been, you know, a month. Did her and Casey break up? I mean, they don't even say Casey's name. But then all of a sudden he shows up in in the third movie. You know, uh. it it doesn't make a lot of sense. But anyway, they're they're in April's house. Um, they get in trouble all the time because they make a lot of noise when they're training. Of course, she uh, lives in an apartment. Yeah, and they're flipping and doing ninja like like Splinter punishes them by making them do like ten flips instead of like push ups and makes them do flips. Yeah. So think about that. You live, you live next door or below these people. With big ass turtles are flipping. Yeah. In your ceiling or right next door to you. Exactly, and it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's a movie with talking ninja turtles, but, but, but you can't say that because the first one did a better job of. Making you suspend that disbelief. Well, this one, you're sitting there like, what the fuck? I mean, the the first one did a better job of everything because the first one really sort of blended the original comic with the cartoon. Because that whole pizza thing, that was made for the cartoon. Mm-hmm. You know, they, I think, because I've read some, some of the old original comics they maybe have pizza every now and then but it's not this all obsessive pizza pizza let's put you know jelly beans and anchovies on it and that kind of weird stuff you know yeah it, it was you know they ate regular food <laughs> you know but um, when the TV show came out they had to push this pizza thing and it's just weird but uh, the the yeah. first movie did a better job of sort of combining the two in a way that was a little bit more organic, I think. You know, th- yeah. this one they're hitting you over the head with the pizza. And, and yeah, like, like the that. first fucking opening scene. Yeah, yeah. 
Though I will say, uh, Splinter in this one looks better than the first one. Yeah, yeah, he's the only one who benefited from that bigger budget because nothing else did. Yeah, but uh, anyway, they're, they're sitting there and they're talking about you know we're we're gonna find a new place to live and all this other stuff. And Splinter has some words of wisdom. Then all of a sudden it cuts to a garbage pile. <laughs> it cuts to, you know, the city dump. Mm-hmm. Which makes me think this... It sort of makes me think this happened, you know, maybe a week after the first one. <laughs> Only because it... After Splinter speaks and it cuts to the next scene, it shows a truck dumping a, a trash truck dumping trash and the two garbage men get back on it and it drives off and then you know it, the the camera pans in on the garbage heap you see Shredder's helmet there even though it got crushed last time in, in the first movie it got crushed but then you see you see the helmet and then it pans further back and then you see this hand reach up out of the out of the garbage heap and it's got you know mangled uh, stop right there no no Shredder is dead he fell off of a building into the back of a first of all he's breaking his back he's breaking some limbs and then Casey Jones murders him on quote unquote accident yeah and <laughs> and yeah you said his helmet got crushed no his whole body got crushed. He was in the back of a garbage truck. Yeah. But and somehow he reaches his hand out of that garbage. Which would be better served in a scene or, you know, in like a stinger at the end of the movie. Have his hand come out of the garbage at the end. But no, we're 15 minutes into the second movie. And you see that hand come out of the garbage. You know. And it comes out with all of his armor mangled. How did it, how did his armor get mangled, but not him? Not him. He's wearing the armor. I have no idea. This is horse shit. And I remember that when they well, actually that was before the movie came out, and they were talking about what the plot was. And I kept saying, "How can Shredder be in there? He he died." Everybody kept saying, "No, he didn't get crushed. His helmet just got crushed, so he wasn't really in the truck." Like, oh, okay. But then, you know, that was me and my kid brain. You know, having forgotten what happened at the end of the first one where you see him fall into the fucking truck. But then also, it just does away with that whole theory entirely because he reaches up out of the out of the garbage. Yeah. He was in the garbage. He got bailed. And then it cuts to um, the Foot Clan's new lair because the other one got, you know, ransacked by the police and stuff. Man. And this new lair is in... They really the got some good stuff out of that old base too, man. Do you remember that base? Yeah. Had like arcade games and skate parks and yeah, shit. Yeah, had skate park. Had, oh man, had MC Hammer blaring in the speakers. I gotta believe they like repurposed that into uh, like, 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 like another, like really just into like some type of like amusement center. That's what they had. That's the only thing I could think of that they did to it. Well, because <laughs> there's some great shit in there. It depends on on the timeline of this movie. Oh if, yeah, that's right. It, I forgot. This if, is like 15 minutes later. Yeah, if, if it's a, a week late, later, they're still pulling evidence out of there and cataloging <laughs> everything. Jesus Christ! You know, fun. but if it's a year later, it could be a, a youth center now. Who knows? 
But yeah, uh, well. And anyway, the Foot Clan has relocated to the same dump that uh, Shredder's body is in. Just so happens, huh? And uh, and no one knows they're there. No, no. It, but people do work at the dump. But Shredder's uh, number two, uh, Tatsu, who actually can't speak any English. All of his lines were dubbed. <laughs> but um, I didn't know that. He is. He's running the Foot Clan basically, and and all the the Foot that escaped are pissed because their base is gone and Shredder's gone. Tatsu's throwing a hissy fit and he's just knocking over tables and and karate chopping stuff just cause. <laughs> you know, it, is Tatsu now? Is he from the comics or was he no, just created for the movie? Created for the movie. Okay. So then, uh, um, they're standing there and. Uh, Tatsu says, well, you know, now I'm leader of the Foot Clan, more or less. And then Shredder walks in. Yeah, he walks in because he wasn't crushed in the, no. <laughs> in the garbage. I mean, he can walk, he's able. Even though his face is all scratched up to kind of imply that that, that he'd been through something. Um, no, that's not enough for <laughs> what happened to him. He strolls his ass in like it's Sunday morning. And then it cuts again. It's a lot of quick cuts. And it cuts it's again to him repairing his helmet and I will say his helmet this time is more badass he's got those ser- it looks like a a saw blade cause it's got all these serrated edges and stuff on it it looks yeah. pretty sick yeah it looks pretty sick until he puts it on and you see it's like 8 sizes too big oh, yeah. and I, he kind of reminds me of Dark Helmet from uh, from Spaceballs or like I almost like Rick Moranis to pop out of there at some point <laughs> can't breathe in this thing <laughs> but uh anyway. and then instead of the baseballs uh action figures he's playing with the TMNT toys and Tatsu walks in on them. Yeah. <gasps> but then then it cuts to really about the only time you see April doing her job where uh she is reporting on a is it a toxic spill at at TGRI TGRI, yeah. Which I think in the comics is TCRI. But uh, it, it's been this toxic spill, and there are. It, it's mutating the plants, and there's like giant, giant dandelions growing. Yeah. You know, and she's interviewing this doctor, uh, played by David Warner, Dr. Jordan Perry, who is the head scientist. And, you know, he's talking about how. how they are going to destroy the mutagen and um, we're going to make this area safe again or whatever. You know, the other th- <laughs> one thing, <laughs> I guess I never caught this ever either. I just just kind of referred to him as the scientist. His name is Jordan Perry. And I don't know, it just didn't strike me in 1990 that, that there'd be anyone at his age named Jordan Perry. That sounds like it sounds like he might as well have been in like New Kids on the Block or something, <laughs> like some type of some type of teen idol from 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 that era, or like maybe it's somebody's son or something like that, and they named him that or something. It was like it doesn't strike me as the name of a scientist, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Well, just me. That's just something I caught up. Well, he's British. Hey, well, they're well, they're not enough. They're not enough Simons or, or, or Gareths or something like that. I would believe that. I believe Gareth Perry, Simon Perry. Uh, yeah, Jordan I guess. Perry. 
<laughs> but um anyway one of er, April's cameraman is actually a foot spy why he's infiltrate well I guess because they know that she knows the turtles I don't know it's not really explained but her cameraman is a, a spy for the foot well it kind of ties back in the first one I guess because that's why they came after her in the first place because she kept talking about the crime wave and was like trying to trying to figure out I guess but she's not t- talking to- about it anymore uh, unless yeah, she, yeah. Um, unless they want to keep eyes on her unless between the first movie and this movie she did a huge expose on the Foot Clan and you know who knows what happened in between you know Maybe she's reporting on that new youth center they're digging out. <laughs> so anyway, they um, uh, he goes and he grabs one of the giant dandelions, and he takes it back to back to Shredder and says, "Hey, look, there, here's a mutated plant at TGRI." So then, um, you know, Shredder wants to get this stuff now. He, he, he wants to get the the mutagen and he wants to get Dr. Perry because he's going to make his own mutant. So, um, yeah. They're doing the story and then Donatello is watching and he sees, you know, TGRI and there's ooze and oh my god. So then Splinter takes him to the roof and he pulls out from his stuff the cracked TGRI canister that had the ooze that mutated them back when they were baby turtles. Right. So now Donatello, who we haven't brought up yet, is not voiced by by uh, Corey Feldman. I Donatello was voiced by Corey Feldman in the first one. Oh shit! I, I or not? Is Corey okay. Feldman the the one that's still alive? Isn't that Corey yeah, Feldman? Feldman? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he, he voiced Donatello in the first one, voiced him in I the third one. I don't know why huh. he didn't come back for the second one. I don't know, maybe he, he had that same contract that Domino's had, so they weren't going to show up. <laughs> I don't know, but now he's the voice of Slash in the new uh, Nickelodeon cartoon. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah, but uh, anyway, the Turtles decide to go to TGRI to get answers, you know, where did we come from? Who made me? Blah blah blah. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they go to TGRI. The Foot Clan is there to steal mutagen as well. They're there to get the mutagen and to kidnap Perry. The turtles get in there, find that there's only one can of mutagen left. The Foot Clan has it. They've got Perry. And a fight ensues in the lab. But they don't use their weapons. No, because... Because censorship. Yeah. In fact, I'm watching this now. Uh, Donatello gets a hold of the canister. Half of the fucking Foot Clan is standing on the steps watching. Donatello doesn't even have bow staff with him. I guess he set, set it down so he could do computer stuff. Yeah, he forgot his wiffle ball bat. So. Yeah, 
He just like, oh, well, I'm just shit out of luck. I can't use this here bow staff. Yeah, well, he's using the okay. He, he picks the bow staff back up, and now he's using it a little bit. But then it shows who is it? No, that's my client. It it shows Leonardo. He gets two sticks. It's not even Tonfa. <laughs> the 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 Foot Clan even just have that they're not Tonfa or Billy Clubs. Or you know whatever. It's just two sticks, God. two long like poles or rods. That's this all they're so using. Bad. It actually have that written somewhere on the side, like in the in, in the margin. This movie sucks. Yeah, that's all they're I using. Just... <laughs> so, somehow Raphael start starts using a bow staff instead of using this size. Michelangelo's fighting just. Uh, Hand to hand, just bare knuckling it. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't. Get it. I hate this movie. I don't get it, and, and and I really, again, you know, we talk about we're talking about the censorship, but I mean, they use these weapons in the cartoons. Yeah, what's wrong with them using it in the movie? I don't know because it's live action. But Have you noticed also in the fight scenes, like in whatever they've they've kind of uh they've kind of amped up the uh. Like the, the 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 comedic sound effects. Yeah, I mean it, it. It's a comedy fight. It's not a real fight. Like in the first yeah. one, it's a comedy fight. And fucking Tatsu. Every time, because first the turtles have the ooze, and then the Foot Clan has to use. Every time the Foot Clan grabs the ooze, instead of just leaving, they hold the ooze up in the air like ah <laughs> and they just stand there. The turtles knock it out of their hand. Then they fight some more, and then the Foot Clan gets again. Tachi holds it up in the air, ha ha ha, ha ha ha, and then he finally wow. pulls that out a smoke bomb and throws it, and they disappear. Which they could have done. They could have saved this whole scene, you know. See, they the whole five minutes out of this movie and just done that originally. Yeah. So then it cuts to the Foot Clan. They've got Doctor Perry. They've got the ooze. Um. And then the turtles have finally decided to move out because, you know, the Foot Clan's back. And they don't want to get April, I guess, in trouble. Well, I, I, <laughs> it just kills me that it takes the Foot Clan coming back before they realize, hey, we're big fucking mutant animals living in a human's apartment. We can easily get seen going in and out of here at any given time. We yeah. can get her in trouble at any moment. And plus we make noise all, the, all over the place. Yeah. So, anyway, they're packing the move and, and leave... And of course, they ordered pizza. Yep. So here comes Kino again. Oh, and they ordered Roy's again, huh? Yeah. They don't want to try anything new. It's just always no, got. That's just it, the go-to. It's, it's right it's down got the to street. Be Roy's pizza. It's right down the street. You know, it's right there. And this is just about the only time you see nunchucks used, because you know Roy walks in and the turtles all go hiding. And yeah. You know, he sees them. He sees them, you know, hiding behind the couch and behind uh, well, screens and stuff. Not only that, he forces his way into the apartment. Yeah. Because the man is not supposed there. to come in. All she had to do was scream and he would leave. Oh, exactly. But anyway, then he happens to look and see these nunchucks on the uh, counter. So, only time you re- see any real n- nunchuck action. April O'Neil pit picks him up and says, "Oh no, these are my nunchucks!" And she's swinging them, almost hits herself in the fucking head. Yeah. So, 
And so, really, this is not any real nunchuck action. It's her making yeah. a fool of herself. Yeah, and then um, Kino sees Raphael's foot sticking out from behind this, like, changing screen. Why she has that in her house? Well, I guess now well, at this why? point that she's got mutants. You're a fucking ninja. You're supposed to be a ninja can blend in anywhere. In the first movie, when April's boss came over, they hid better. And that apartment yeah. was smaller. Mm-hmm. But Kino steps on Raphael's foot. They all come out. Uh, then Splinter goes through the whole story of where they came from again. Uh, nope, nope, nope. You forgot something. What? Splinter comes out and Kino faints. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, oh, <laughs> I see four mutant turtles that I know were here and I, I, I forced myself in just to get a better look. I met them yesterday when I was busy trying to play Vigilante, but a talking rat. Okay, now, it's just, that, now I'm finished. That's just too much. Well, this I is New York. This. They're scared of rats anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not afraid of walking, talking turtles. I think that would... I, well, all right. That's just I, I mean, oddity. I mean, it's just like... This is up there with Roy's Pizza. It's just, it's just, I'm not buying it. <laughs> so, anyway, um, Splinter tells the whole story of where they came from, introduces them, and blah blah blah. Then cuts back to the junkyard, and the Foot Clan has Doctor Perry creating new mutants. And when I heard that new mutants were coming, man fucking fucking uh, 12 year old me was so excited you know who else was excited fucking playmates yeah oh yeah they couldn't wait to get these things out of the molds and on the shelves because who else could it be it's gotta be bebop and rocksteady right i mean come (laughs) on bebop and rocksteady are awesome but no um there, there is actually a good reason why they weren't in it. Um, well, okay, can you elaborate on that? Because uh, I all I read was that it was at Eastman and Laird's behest that they weren't in it. And I'm like, why would they not allow this? Because they... Uh, um, I just blanked out. Uh, Bebop and Rocksteady were creations of the cartoon show. Which means they, the rights for them were actually held by uh, whatever the production company was. I forget who, who uh, produced that show. Okay. And Eastman Laird didn't want to go through the trouble of having to uh, work through all, you know, getting the rights and this, that, and the other. So they rather use uh, their own creation. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, because it, it was easier to get done than ha- having to go through playmates or whoever it was, you know, to get the rights and then have them in there. Yeah, and I guess save them some sense. money. Right. So it it's a valid reason to have them, but. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um. They look like shit. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're I not mean, quite there yet. Let, let's wait till <laughs> the actual review. So I'm sorry, they they do, but let's go. Yeah, you you see, you know, the Foot Clan and Perry setting up this uh, cage to put them in, and it's a it's a snapping turtle 
and a wolf that they had stolen from the wolf? Bronx Zoo. I couldn't tell if that was a wolf or a German Shepherd. Yeah, it was a wolf. And, okay. You know, I had even seen, you know, because back then you had those magazines that, you know, talked about the upcoming movie and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I had seen, you know, pi- pictures of them, so I knew it wasn't Bebop and Rocksteady. But when I saw the picture, I thought, okay, well, that's Slash, obviously. <laughs> Though I, I think Slash was invented just for the TV show, also. Yeah. But, you know, why wouldn't you? Well, I, I guess the same reason why you don't use Bebop and Rocksteady. But, you know, come on, it's. I'm thinking, okay, well, uh, they're both wearing armor, so maybe they are ninjas. That'd be kind of cool. Or they're some sort of warrior or something. You know, I, I think the toys even gave them weapons of some kind. Hmm. The movie toys, if I remember right. Yeah, I never had any but of those. I, I never liked the way they looked. There was a version of them I thought that looked pretty good, but, uh... I don't know. Or maybe I'm thinking of something else. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. But, um, anyway. Anyway. Back to the movie. So the turtles have decided to leave April's uh, they left Splinter in April's apartment so they could go looking for a new place to live they go underground Raphael blows up because he wants to go find the Foot Clan and the rest of them just want to find a home and get Splinter safe before worrying about the Foot Clan so, and this is where it kind of like I feel like they just kind of wrote themselves like it to where they get to the point where they're just kind of like rehashing the same story. Like, this is what happened last time. You know, Raphael yeah. got pissed. He went out on his own. Just jumping ahead here, but, you know, gets his ass kicked and they have to go back and find him. You know? Yeah. So, he leaves. They find this new, like, abandoned train station. Mm-hmm. Which is actually kind of a cool lair. Um, but they, they start, you know, cleaning it up and everything. Raphael's gone. Cuts back to the foot with clan, and now the the animals have mutated fully. Um, they're in the cage, and you just see you just see Toka's hand come out, you know, and you hear him sort of growling and squawking and stuff. And then it cuts to April doing some more work, talking about TGRI. Yeah. And you know what? Let's take a quick break. <laughs> yeah, let's let's Before take a we break. get into the second half of this. Because <laughs> we've gone for a little bit. So let's take a break. We'll collect our thoughts. We'll come back and finish this out real quick. Alright. And uh go from there. Alright, see you on the other side, folks. Sleep. Inside that's me. New from Boston. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Pie. The 
turtles are assaulting the technodrome. Inside are the Foot Clan's weapon storage chamber, Krang's laboratory, and Shredder's master control room. Huh? Turtles? Oh, they've been spotted. Now they'll have to watch out for the ice spy radar, that hidden news pit, the spike back door. Oh no, an ooze scanner, a brain scrambler, and mutant manacles. Can Leonardo rescue them? Sure, hope so. Playmate! Introducing Leatherhead, the evil Cajun Gator! Leatherhead! These are your targets, the friends of the Ninja Turtles! Yusaki Yojimbo, the Samurai Rabbit! Casey Jones, the Sport Warrior! And Metalhead, the Robotic Turtle Vending Machine! Destroy them! Whoa! Better watch the old blood pressure, Shredhead! Now you can get a pop-up display stand inside specially marked packages of turtle figures. Great for displaying turtles when they're not eating pizza. From Playmates. Okay, everybody rela relaxed, refreshed. <laughs> so, yeah. um, we left you on a cliffhanger. Yeah, we come back, and we're gonna skip ahead. <laughs> we we come back. the The shredder finally opens up because they're done. Finally, they come out of their cage. You see him for the first time. And then all of a sudden, or he, um, Shredder commands them to call him Master or something like that, and they call him Mama. And um, yeah, again, I, I have to keep I have to keep prefacing this with as a kid, I love this movie, but even right there in the theaters, I just groaned a little bit when it, when when Shredder the way he reacts to it. Yeah, because the. The Foot Clan stole babies. So, yeah. of course, they have baby-like personalities. And then, also kind of Which, find out... again, censorship. It's the parents. They did this. Yeah. I blame the parents. Yeah, so he's... They're just... They're just idiots. <sighs> Basically. And, like I was saying before the break, man, these costumes look like hell. I mean, I thought the turtles look worse this time around. But they look great compared to these. I mean, these are like... I mean, Toka looks Especially... Right. Well, Razar, though? Or was it Ra yeah. Razar? Yeah, Razar. I mean, it just looks like a... Like like one of those Halloween masks you get from... um, You get from, from, from Target. No, you know and what he looks it's like? It's just... You know who he looks like? What's up? It's a cross between Chewbacca and that troll from Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> 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 Mix them together, and that—that—that's what you got. But I mean, his face is like—I don't think his face does he even change expressions at all. I think he's just frozen in this weird, dumb stare. The eyes open and close, and the mouth sort of opens. Oh, it looks terrible. But that's it. That one really makes me just want to lose my lunch. I just—ah, oh, what a bad design. And this is—was this still? This was still Henson, right? Because at the yeah. beginning, they—they they do a. You know, in memory of Jim Henson, Jim, uh, in the memory of Jim Henson. Yeah, he's rolling over in his grave. Yeah, oh, my God. But then you could have gotten Sweetums from the uh, from the Muppet <laughs> Show. It would have been better than this. Year. Yeah, but then you know, uh, Doctor Perry says, "Well, yeah, they're they're babies and they're stupid, but they're really strong." And then, of course, it shows them like bending bars and picking up trucks and stuff like that. Yeah. So. It's, it, uh, yeah. So. I, I that just, happens. I, 
I'm just so disgusted with, 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 with. I think I think brass are most more than the other one, you know. Yeah. If I'm looking here, I hate this screen right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Look at this. But then, look at this cat. <laughs> Shredder has one of the best lines. It's the best line of the movie when he when he finds out they're babies and he kicks kicks open the door and he leaves and he goes babies they're babies again this is where I just sat in the theater like mm -hmm. alright and I don't know why I didn't need this in my Ninja Turtle movie guys yeah and that's the other I don't know why he has that weird vocal effect on his voice either the shredder he's got well, like a, a like auto tune kind of thing that that <laughs> face mask isn't distorting his voice that much. Well, because he got, I mean, I want to say it's because, you know, his his face and maybe his his uh, his vocal cords got mangled in that garbage truck, but we know there's not a scratch on him other than a few on his forehead, so I really can't tell you what's wrong with him. I don't know either. But anyway, I know mean, they got a new guy playing him, so like, he... Yeah, but it. But still, I I don't I don't know. A new I guy really don't playing know him, but the, the same filter. the same the original guy doing his voice, because he he was dubbed too. Yeah, well, it's 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 shit. That's yeah, what it, is. it is shit. But anyway, the next day, then it shows uh, the Foot Clan is out, is out recruiting new kids, but they're, they're skipping the they're skipping the the theft and stuff and going straight to ninja training because <laughs> you know, in the first mo movie if you wanted to join you got to you know pull yeah pull uh, you got to little initiate bur burglary jobs and you know you got to steal TVs and stuff like that and then and then after a while playing in the in the rec room you could train and then you would have to you actually have to fight shredder Oh, oh, oh! Which was God a great scene you know in what? that movie. You know what? It just really struck me how fucking creepy this is. They—that's very rapey. I mean, think about that. They recruit kids off the street, have them go steal, and it's like, okay, now you can come play video games, escape skateboard with us, you know? And it's just that's that's how they lure them in with, with 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 candy and video games, and then and then they bring them in, they they and they initiate them into the foot. And I don't want to know what else goes on before they have to before they get to wear the mask. But I mean, it's just man. I mean, they really went to a lot of lengths to like to, to really recruit young boys, and I'm just I'm, I'm really I'm really disturbed now. Yeah, that's Fuck. really kind of weird. But uh, anyway, they're they're recruiting, and of course, uh, Kino is right there. He wants oh. to join. Oh yeah, we because, didn't talk about the bit of horse shit that this was. Go ahead. Well, just because somehow it doesn't show when or how, but now, but now Raph and Kino are best friends, and so Raph has basically tricked Kino into <laughs> into sneaking into the Foot Clan. Well, he says he wants to sneak in and kind of be like the eyes and ears for him. But I'm like, hasn't he been? He's been seen already. Yeah. I mean, hey, he's the Filipino kid who works for the Roy's Pizza. That's that guy who fucked up our burglary job in that underground uh, mall. Yeah. So, anyway, they're they're in this warehouse and they're they're having a uh, you know fight training basically, and, and they're fighting to see who's better. Kino's getting his butt kicked, but then he he wins 
finally. He gets, he, he passes that round, goes to the next round where they turn off all the lights, and he has to take all the bells off of this guy's suit. And then yeah. uh, Raphael is like hiding behind a box. And he runs in and grabs all the bells and then just hands them the Kino and then the lights come back on. I don't care how dense. The, I, I, don't, I don't care. You didn't hear somebody. I mean, he's a big fucking turtle. You didn't hear somebody else come in like right in the dark. You can tell. You can hear stuff. No, I'm, I'm watching the scene now. It wasn't even in the dark. It was another one of them fucking smoke bombs. Okay, so even oh, so much the worse then. So I don't care how dense this fog is. You telling me you didn't see him just you jump didn't through see the a, fog? Yeah, you didn't see a shadow come out of nowhere. You didn't see Kino not move. Yeah, but anyway, he's standing there dumbfounded with all these bells in his hand. So he's in. <laughs> he's in, and then we get more scenes with the Foot Clan fighting with uh, sticks. Yeah. No weapons, sticks. There's no weapons anymore. We got sticks. Yep. Forward down to. Yeah, we got sticks. So now he's wandering around the junkyard. Uh, then he actually he uh, he gets caught by by Tatsu talking to Raph. Yep, and then oh. Raph exposes, and then he we we get we get we get the fight scene again. Raph getting his ass kicked. Yeah, again, just re we're, we're out of ideas now, yeah. so we're just going to retread the first movie. Yeah. And then, I have to think that they just let Kino go, because there's a lot of Foot Clan there. Well, they all gang up on Raph, and he slips away, and he takes off. Yeah, so he He runs. He runs from the city dump, which has to be... They don't just... The, the dump is never, like, right in the middle of the city. No, it's, it's in the outskirts of town, so he runs from... <laughs> it shows him running across the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> That's a he long runs his run. ass off. If you can run like that, you can get to back back to Manhattan that quick. Yeah. In that amount of time, he could have uh, gotten uh, the bells off by himself. He's that fast. Hell, I bet, and I bet that he doesn't even need his scooter when he delivers Roy's pizza. He can get anywhere in thirty minutes or less. Hey, side note, Spider-Man Two. What was that pizza place called? Was that Roy's? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I almost want to say it was. <laughs> Maybe. Is Roy's, is Roy's Pizza a real thing? No. <laughs> like I said, I, I think it's Ray's that's all over New York. But anyway, Kino runs to April's apartment. April says, well, they don't live here anymore. Cuts to the three turtles at the dump, and they're sneaking around. Raph is tied up. They actually get caught in net. Shredder pops out and says, hey, I'm alive. Then they say, oh, well, we brought insurance. And Splinter comes out from nowhere, takes a bone arrow, and shoots the rope down. Turtles get out. Splinter just leaves. Even though the whole goal of the first Ninja Turtles was for Shredder to kill Splinter. To get revenge. You know? Exactly. But Shredder just lets him go. Shredder just lets him, you know, slink off. I don't get it. So, 
then uh, you know they they escape. There's a fight. There's a fight. I'm just gonna say that because it, it's you know it's it's a fight. They they don't use their weapons. They don't. Only one that uses weapon is uh, Donatello because it's a it's a big stick. Then all of a sudden they let out uh, they let out Toka and Razar. They get their butt kicked. So instead of staying in a fight, they grab the doctor and they escape into the sewer. The doctor's telling them. Well, in the turtle's lair, the doctor tells him that, that the mutagen was actually an accident. You know, I didn't make it on purpose in order to mutate people, so Donatello has a crisis of faith. Like, oh, we're just a big accident, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, but then they get to work on making a anti-mutagen. You know... And nothing really ever, com nothing much comes out of that conversation either, does it? Mm -mm. Like, he just says, you know, uh, I thought there was more to it. And it's just kind of, they just kind of leave it. Yeah, and he's kind of bummed for a minute, but then uh, he gets over it really fast. So then they, uh, It's kind of like what my dad told me and why I realized why my birthday is in, um, is in September. He said because I was a New Year's Eve baby. I'm just like, thanks, Pop. I didn't need to know that. <laughs> and then... You know, just kind of put it out of my mind. That's kind of like what happens here. Yeah. So he, so then um, the doctor and Donatello they decide to make this anti-mutagen stuff. So then somehow I I think the Shredder just let Token Razar out. Yeah, he lets them out, so tells just, them to have fun, and they just go tearing up shit. Yeah, I guess just. To try and attract the turtles, try to lure them out. Yep. So then uh, they don't, of course, show up. But here, I'm skipping around here. <laughs> Go ahead. It's because it's, it, it's, <laughs> it's retarded. So they make these this anti mutagen. Why they have to freeze it in an ice cube? I don't know. Freeze an ice cube. They put it inside a inside a donut, and then they. I, I think Shredder told them to meet them. Oh, I know why. It's because that fucking cameraman, the the cameraman spy, uh, meets uh, up with April, and <laughs> one of the best. I shouldn't say it's the best part because it's not. You shouldn't do do this to a woman. But he, he's he's putting the camera away, and then he turns around, and he goes and he puts on his his Foot Clan uniform, slaps April in the face, <laughs> says, "You know you will, they like <laughs> you will tell the turtles to to meet us at this construction site, so and so time." They like slapping April in the face. It happens a lot in the first one too. Yeah, yeah. So it's like their mo when it comes to her. Yeah. So then. They get the mutagen made. They go to this construction site. Uh, Token Rezar come out. They give them the pre-fight ninja donut. More comedy, folks. <laughs> oh God. Uh, they they smash the donut and they find the 
the ice cube in there. Why it wouldn't have melted this long, I don't know. But they, they find the cube. And do they eat it? They, they, they force it down their throat, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But somehow it doesn't work at first. And then the doctor says, oh, well, they need... They need... Uh, carbon dioxide in order to speed up the the reversal because they keep burping and somehow the burping is stopping the burping, right the burping. god damn it I don't know what god what sense it. that would make it was supposed to be comedy it was supposed to be funny but it's not I guess Jesus but so so the, this 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 fight goes on and now, where were they? Were they were outside somewhere, but I mean, where was this place? I don't... It was, it was like a just junkyard a construction or site. It yeah. Was an abandoned just, construction site. And this then happens they start to be right fighting. next door to a, to a club? Yeah, I guess so. And, because... Here, I'm watching the scene right now. Razard grabs... Grabs Michelangelo... And throws him into this club... He looks around, and here's Vanilla Ice. Yeah. Um, let me tell you something. And, again, grew up in the, you know, lived right through the 90s. That's part of our tagline. We lived it. We're dragging you back. Um, I know who Vanilla Ice is. I know exactly what he looks like. Haven't seen him in a while. And then just saw him up on the stage. I don't know what it is. Maybe it was the uniform. Maybe it was the hair. Maybe uh, he looks awfully Aryan. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> I just don't know what it is. I just like, ah, uh. yeah. But they're in this club, and everyone is at first freaking out because because two giant turtles just walked in. Yeah, and, and are some dumbass. He goes, "Oh, I love these costumes. This is, I love this place." Yeah. And then the music stopped because of course I mean I guess is what out. you would think. I mean, you know, you see two big ass you know, you see turtles and, and whatever the hell, you would I, I guess that's what you would think. You wouldn't think these were Yeah, but the music stopped whenever they burst in. And then all of a sudden the music starts back up. And these people are just standing around. I take that back. The people on the dance floor are just standing there watching the fight. there's a whole balcony upstairs <laughs> where people are dan dancing like ain't shit going on. There you see going on, and when the music comes back on, it's a totally different beat than what was playing before. And you see Vanilla Ice and his and his VIP, yeah, and they like just kind of like they listen to it, like they hadn't heard it before, and then they just kind of start grooving to it. No, no, no. I'm I'm watching the scene now. <laughs> the 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 black dudes in the VIP, or the black dude who are the VIP basically, they are standing there kind of freaked out, wanting to run, but Vanilla Ice says no, no, no. He shakes his finger. And he, he starts snapping his finger to the beat, and he's bobbing his head a little bit. <laughs> and then he, he looks at the VIP, and I guess the VIP are like, yeah, oh, okay, I guess we're doing this. <laughs> and then Oh, and they do it. And, and then he just starts doing this. <laughs> I mean, the VIP are bad actors. Dude, the VIP are bad actors. They're, are, are, they worse, are they worse actors or dancers? Cause my God, yeah. And look, let, let me tell you something. It doesn't matter who is up there on that stage. It could be 
a rap artist. It can be a rock artist. It can be any kind of pop star of the time. It didn't really matter who was up there. The scene is stupid. Yeah. But the fact that it's Vanilla Ice and he's up there and his non dancing and all of them are up there doing the same, this ridiculous choreography. Yeah, it's not even oh. really a dance. I'm just laughing my ass. And then, and then but, I'm, I'm skipping ahead here when they start doing the go go. They're like jerking off with the mic. Like, what the hell? What is happening? What is happening? I don't know. And not only that, he gets up there and he fucking he wings he freestyles this song. Yeah, completely. And and and, and on top of that, go ahead, go he, ahead. I think you're gonna. I think you're going where I'm going. He freestyles the song, and then freestyles this dance, but all of them know it already. <laughs> How do all of them know this dance? Oh, I think they already. You know, that's this what they've got in their pocket. That's really what they've. You know, they're not good dancers. This is all. This probably they've probably been doing this for like the last ninety minutes, but. I thought you were going to talk about the words to this song because he just goes into this song about the Ninja Turtles. Like, nobody knows who they are. No. And, and I how made do you know sure. Ninjas? He knows they're ninjas, he knows they're turtles, and he's talking about everything they, all they talk, everything they do. They're going to they're, they're gonna fight without being seen and all of this stuff. And he's, he's going through the exact everything, everything about them, everything about what they're taught, everything about what they do. He's got a song about it. Like yeah. you know, like 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 he's seen the cartoon before, <laughs> in the context of the of the movie. This is this is horrible. This is horrible. Everybody, nothing good comes of this. No. Why is this here? I don't know. But I'm watching it, and even people, <laughs> I'm so lost. I'm looking at it right now. But, this is okay. garbage. You. You're Vanilla Ice. <laughs> you're Vanilla Ice. You're playing a show at a shitty club by by the docks. You know, stop right there again. He's Vanilla Ice. This is 1990. Not, well, it's filmed in 1990. It's 1991. Dude, Vanilla Ice, for better or worse, was one of the biggest things happening. Why is he playing this dirt, this hole-in-the-wall shitball club? I have no idea. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, I'm telling you people. But they, <laughs> look at the dancing. But they look at this. Your vanilla ice. You're playing in this club. All of a sudden, door smashes open. Two turtle monsters come in. One of them, one of them happens to have a mask on his face, and he's wearing a belt. How do you get ninja from that? You don't. This is this total bullshit. How Everything you, how, about this. How do you? Scene. How do you? Okay, he does. The, he does a karate kick and and does the splits, like once. How, yeah. How, how do you immediately go? Oh, he's a ninja. Yeah, you know Americans don't know the difference between between kung fu and karate and no. ninjutsu. At least definitely not back then. You know, fucking he doesn't know this is ninjutsu. No, it, it, it's not like he's wearing you know a ninja gi or samurai armor. He's wearing a mask. You know, <laughs> how the fuck do you know he's a ninja? Because but, ninja ninja rap goes better with the beat than karate karate rapper. Yeah, I guess so. Anything. <laughs> I guess. That's all I could think of. So, I'm trying to make it work in this stuff, but it doesn't. So it you doesn't cannot, work. This, this, again, the first movie, very much grounded in reality. You suspend your belief about the turtles and the shredder and all that stuff. This one, you can't do it. It doesn't work. Yeah. It and can't then, happen. 
And it's still, the whole, the whole, no one has left this club. Okay. Yeah, nobody runs. They, nobody I mean, runs they're scared away. at first, but then they nobody just get calls into it. the police. You'd think you'd be calling the police or something. Where shit. was security? Exactly. Security didn't call for backup. Huh, everyone's dancing. They broke the wall of the time. They know it's not part of the show. The the crowd doesn't, but the yeah. security definitely doesn't. Somebody's not on their job. Somebody yeah. needs to have been fired. So they they fi- figure out that the only way to to get them to demutate is they need like a burst of carbon dioxide. So they both, so I think Donatello and Leonardo get these um, uh, fire extinguishers and they, they spray them in their mouth. And then Token Razar, they like instantly de-evolve back into, into you know, puppy and a, a turtle. So then the yeah. Foot Clan comes in with sticks. <laughs> And they, they, sticks, they fight man. the Foot Clan. They knock out Tatsu, and then they start dancing. So they start dancing. Leonardo, or no, Michelangelo starts sitting on this girl. I don't know why. Somehow they and they decide to they climb up on stage, and they decide to start dancing with. Uh, yeah, and then they started dancing. They decide to start dancing with. With vanilla ice, but then Shredder smashes his way in. Oh. And he's got he's got the canister. But then he he's got a he's got a big canister and then he's also got like a small vial. He Kino shows up trying, trying to save today. He kicks the big canister of mutagen over in the corner. Why it doesn't break, I don't know. But David Warner Why grabs it. Why does it break and totally ruin somebody's yeah. life? Yeah, but uh, Mr. Perry, Dr. Perry grabs it and, and escapes. So then he's got this little small vial, and he takes uh, the girl that Michelangelo's hitting on, and he threatens to pour it on her. <laughs> so uh, in, instead, he decides man. he decides to drink it. Why? I don't know. But he he drinks it and then runs outside well no 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 no. what happens is uh, I'm skipping around somebody, so somebody, somebody pulls a Macaulay Culkin from black and white video and blows him out the, out, out the wall oh, yeah, with, uh, right. with loud music from the speakers and so that's how he ends up accidentally ingesting it that's right so <sighs> so Oh fuck, so, man! So then they're you outside guys. trying to find, you know, Shredder. Where'd he go? He comes out of the water, and now it's Kevin Nash. Yeah, and you know what? You guys know Ke- you guys know Kevin Nash as Kevin Nash from the NWO. You know him. You probably knew him as Diesel. Um, at this point, you know, I don't even know if he was Vinny Vegas yet. I knew him back at. I, I want to say at this at right right here at this moment. He was going by the name of Oz, and if you believe that one, I mean, this the Super Shredder. This was not worse than than his wrestling gimmick. He was he had, he, he wore all green, had a big green hat, and he called himself Oz. Super oh Shredder. Super Shredder was an upgrade, okay? But Super Shredder makes no sense. 
No, Super Shredder he, makes no sense because his clothes mutate and his armor mutates. And yeah, he, he, gets, <laughs> he gets great big muscles, but then, but then the armor gains like, like 50 new blades. He's got oh. blades all over, the mask has gotten bigger, the cape got longer. But then you, you think, okay, is, here, here, if it was a video game, you're saying, okay, here's the final boss. Yep. Yo, this is it. It's the final boss fight. Yeah, but there's no fight. There's no fight because he's on this dock, and I guess he's muted and crazy, and he's just tearing shit apart. It's like Roid Ray. He just starts smashing the <laughs> the beams that support the beams that support the dock. He just starts smashing them. Why? Yeah. It'll, so then, they're running, scream. They're freaked out. Like, ah, it's a super shredder and. They're yeah. just kind of standing there, not knowing what to do, and he's just smashing the dock. Yeah, and at one point, <laughs> Leonardo gets in his face and's like, "Shredder, stop! You're gonna kill us!" Shredder grabs him, and instead of taking one of those fifty new knives that he's got and shoving it in Leo's face or something, he just throws him backwards, and then goes like smashing up the dock some more. <laughs> Shredder, smash! <laughs> <laughs> So he's oh. he smashes the dock, and then I guess he drowns. Well, he the dock collapses on him. Now, and 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 he dies. And this is the problem I have here because you know, uh, uh, uh being <laughs> being crushed in a garbage truck wasn't enough to kill regular regular shredder. But Super Shredder can die by some wood falling on his head. Yeah. Well, he kissed my ass. He died. The turtles fell in the water, and of course they're turtles, so they can swim and stuff. So, so they come out of the water. Then all of a sudden, the hand shoots out of the wood, and it, it's Shredder's regular hand again. It's not even mutated anymore. It's his regular hand, and it just drops. So now he's dead. So how do you explain that? He ran. I mean, I don't know. He really waste all the <laughs> this fucking this this mutagen rage, man. He just he he blew his wad smashing up the dock. Yeah, he just wasted it all. So, so fuck this movie. Yeah, fuck this movie. So I mean, that's uh, pretty much the end. Yeah, pretty much the end. They get home, tell them what happened. They tell Splinter what happens. He says, "Were you seen?" They say, "No." And then Splinter pulls out, out a newspaper. Where did this newspaper come from? This just happened like 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Newspaper ain't that fast. <laughs> and how do you get it in the sewer? <laughs> this is before the internet was even twinkling in anybody's eye, man. News don't travel that fast. There's no Twitter in 1991. Mm-mm. Fucking, he pulls up the newspaper and they're on the front cover. Yeah. And then, you know, it ends. It ends without, after he makes another funny. Oh, so, yeah. So, yeah, there we go. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck! Yeah. So, let's take one more break and final thoughts. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Oh, 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 bright ideas and an Oreo cookie. It's a bright idea to dunk it or to crunch it or unscrew it or to lick it or to trick it. But no matter what you do, it's true. It's fun to munch a creamy, crunchy chocolate. O-R-E-O goes great with imagination. Put the yum in 
your creation. Oreo and Oreo Double Stuffed Cookies. What makes you cool is your attitude, your inner self. It's not the way your hair is cut. It's not the clothes you wear. Not the clothes. Not the clothes. <laughs> it's not what you drink. You got that right. You got Pepsi for me? Who knew? Make the right selection, but be quick, you're racing the clock. Goes perfection. Perfection's a race to beat the clock. If you're not quick, goes perfection. Welcome back to our last segment. Yes, welcome back, listeners and hosts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> full disclosure. Um, we're actually recording this a couple days later, and so the show, you know, is a little bit late just because. Um. Yeah, while we we finished recording the you know the meat of the podcast, and then in the final segment, my internet crapped out just for no reason. It came back up a good thirty minutes later, but by then we were just like, you know, ah, let's do it tomorrow. And you know, we got busy and things just didn't work out like that. So we're right here right now recording it. Uh, yeah, honestly, we don't try to work on CP time. <laughs> <laughs> really, it, it, it's technical issues that slow us down. <laughs> yeah, always. Uh, but, uh, but uh, man, so bad. Uh, After letting that, that 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 recording sink in a little more, it just makes me realize how much more I really, really fucking hate this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. You were asking before we got cut off where I ranked it, and I mean, you know, all, we'll rank all the turtles movies, and I mean, the first one. Like I said before, the first one is it's really kind of it's really kind of a marvel that they even got it done in 1990 in the way they did it and made it somewhat realistic and it still holds up today. You know, I can watch that today and it's kind of like it's kind of like watching a childhood favorite like The Goonies or one of those, you know? Yeah. You know, they're great movies for what they are. Turtles 2, they totally fucked it. But yeah, they did. Yeah. Because it really had no point. It really didn't. And to and to that point, the movie, the subtitle is called Secret of Views. What was the secret? Yeah. <laughs> there was no secret ever. No, the, <laughs> the secret is that is that uh, the professor made it by mistake and threw it out. So a lot like this movie probably got made by a fucking mistake and needed to be thrown out. Yeah. Yeah, but. Uh. And uh, oh, and 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 in the downtime, I did go and look up. There is in fact a Roy's Pizza. It exists in. It's on uh, 81 South Main Street in Ephraim, Utah, <laughs> not New York. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm looking here. Well, maybe on the, they closed. Maybe they closed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He yeah, moved to Utah. They're, they're well. They're open in Utah. That's where they are. He retired and, and moved to Utah. There's a Roy'sPizza.com, and it's Roy's Pizza in Indian Tandoori. Hell no, <laughs> you guys listen. I love Indian food. It's one of my favorite cuisines out there. I don't think I've talked about it on the show, but it is. There ain't no way in hell I'm going to get Indian food from a place called Roy's Pizza. <laughs> 
nor am I ordering Roy's Pizza in New York with all the pizza you got out there. No, uh-uh. Never. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, this movie is a victim of them trying to rush a sequel out without any real story. Because oh, this, this movie came out less than a year before the first one did. How crazy is that? The first one came out in March 30th. The second one, this one came out March 23rd. Of The, the first one came out in 90. This one came out March 23rd of 91. So less than a year to get a real script together and, you know, do all the special effects. I want to say they probably spent most of the time revamping the turtle costumes to make them more friendly yeah and I really hate that you know they have more money that that you know bigger budget this time around and everything looks more shitty yeah yeah because I mean the first one did have a dark sort of tone to it and this one and even the third one is even worse because the third one not only were, were their their eyes more expressive and you know wide open to make them look excited and happy and stuff they're more cartoony then they added those weird like blotches on their skin the model I remember that <laughs> I remember that from the commercials what the fuck yeah and it's just weird just weird looking but um, you know, we, we yeah and to reiterate we are never doing Turtles 3 on this, on this podcast no no I mean they sort of made up for it with Turtles 4 even though technically they came out in 2006 it is still considered a sequel. And that the, was actually pretty good. Yeah, the, the CGI one. I mean, it had nothing... Again, it had nothing to do with, you know, the Turtles lore. Threw in this immortal guy for no reason. Which is why I think a lot of people don't like it that much. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it, it didn't really have the Foot Clan. Or any... or I mean, they could have had the Rat King. The Rat King's a, a major, major villain or yeah, antagonist. Yeah, never gets used in, in anything. Yeah. I mean, Except he, for video games. Yeah, he was kind of, he, he was in the TV show, but he was kind of comical. But in the, right. in the actual comics, I mean, depending on the comic that you get, either he is just a homeless guy that can talk to rats, or in some, some versions, he's like, like, a, he can channel the rat totem spirit animal. And I, I know there was one comic where he could actually control Splinter because Splinter was a rat and he was the embodiment of the rat totem, you know, the rat spirit animal. So, yeah, I, well, I mean, he's he's a dark character. They could have used him somewhere, but they, they well, haven't. Well, when, uh, if this, you know, the way everything is set up to be franchises now, no more, uh, you know, just one hit, uh, you know, one and done... If this new Turtles, you know, turns out to be a hit and they spawn sequels, I mean, maybe they'll do it. Maybe they'll do it right. Maybe. 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 I mean, so, I mean uh, yeah, we. Can't. I don't know. You want to talk about that? Yeah, I mean, I, we can't really escape it since it is coming out in a couple months. Yeah, we might as well do a brief little discussion on it. You know, every nerd boy, fanboy is has been up in arms since the beginning of this film. Oh, yeah, rightfully so. I mean, you know, 
the turtles were gonna be from out of space and Shredder was gonna be Colonel Schrader or some other crazy some such bullshit. Yeah. And as we're recording this, the second trailer for the movie has come out, which has changed my perspective somewhat. I mean, the the turtles are still god-awful. You know? Yeah. I don't... Yeah, the design is still a little little weird for me. The the, the design is still off-putting for me. More to the fact that they have those weird noses, though I think the noses have changed since we first saw pictures of them. I have to go back and look. I'm, I don't remember. Uh, you you go back and look. They have sort of widened and flattened that nose out from where it was when they first showed pictures of it. Yeah. But it has sort of allayed my fears a little bit. But my only concern is that even though Michael Bay is not directing it, he's producing. And if this is anything like... The um, the Transformers movies. Mm-hmm. I I'm gonna have a bit of an issue. You know, if if you look at the very first Transformers movie, which you know for what it was, it was good. Uh, you know, it introduced you know the characters to people who aren't fan fanboys who you know don't know what Transformers are. Oh my god, there's, you know, cars turning into giant robots. But they didn't have as big of a budget. They, they had a big budget, but not a big enough budget to really show, you know, the, the robots and stuff in a lot of detail, especially during the fights. Yeah, and the fights is why, I mean, it's one of the main reasons I don't like the movie, other than the plot, you know, where it kind of takes the Transformers kind of take a back seat and it's more about Shia LaBeouf wanting to bang Megan Fox and that's the yeah. movie but you know when you get to robots fighting you don't really see robots fighting they got the camera pointed like point blank at their chest and you just kind of see them moving around it's like it's, it's like, it's like those Bourne movies mm-hmm. like when you see Matt Damon fight well they do that because Matt Damon is not a fighter and they take the uh, you know so that you don't see his stunt double or whatever his fight double yeah when that works in live action, you have CGI and you got big ass robots. You need to see them blowing, the, you know, blowing shit up and beating each other up. Yeah, and it, it's gotten better, you know, since you know in in the other sequels. But in that first one, even in the the biggest fight at the very end, where it's Optimus versus Me- Megatron, Optimus, you know, quotes the uh, famous line, "One shall stand, one shall fall." You don't even see Optimus say that. You see Shia LaBeouf running and hiding behind wreckage. You don't see the the majority of that fight, and that's just because they didn't have the budget to animate all of that. And I'm a little concerned that when, when it comes to the big set piece fights, uh, fights in the new Ninja Turtles, that there's going to be a lot of shots of April watching of us. It's going to be us watching April watching the fight, and then we'll see like you know foot soldiers getting thrown around or we'll see stuff mo- moving but we won't actually see them in the fight yeah and that's that worries what my concern is. yeah that worries me too and that's and i'm actually proud to say that that's really one of my only worries now whereas before the whole movie itself was a worry yeah because uh yeah you said that trailer kind of changed your perspective you sent me that trailer you, you sent me the link i watched it and i said you know what i think I think the new trailer might have just sold me. Yeah. It actually 
I mean, even even at the end where they have April talking to uh you know, talking to her colleagues and they're like, So they're aliens? She's like, No, that's stupid. You know, so that may have gone back, you know, on the whole alien thing. Yeah, and that that was a total shout to the fans. Yes, yes. So it sounds like they've been listening and been changing things here and there. And Shredder looked like a badass. Yeah. And now I, and I'm not so, so sure that uh, William Fickner, that white guy, is Shredder. Because it showed him talking to somebody else, saying, and he said, and we upgraded your armor. Yeah. So I don't know if he is Shredder, or I know there's rumors going around that he's actually an Utram. Maybe he's Tatsu. <laughs> well, no, they're saying that he's an Utram, or as they're known now in the... Uh, in the new cartoon, the Krang, um, and he's actually got a little pink brain alien in his chest. Aha! Uh-huh. That—that's what the new rumor is. Hmm. But well, you know, I, we'll see when when uh, movie comes out. Yes, and I, 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 I have my worries, I have my doubts, but I'm not so adverse to giving them my money this time. I, I, we may actually have to go see that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I was. I mean, I was going to see it in the theater because my kids are excited to see it. I was only going to see it if the kids made enough, you know, clamored enough to want to yeah. see it. Otherwise, it's going to leave it be and we'll, they'll see it when it comes on video. And but, I, I, yeah, I actually think that's another reason, too, is that Nickelodeon now has the rights to the Turtles. Nickelodeon has a very popular version of the Turtles on right now, which is a show that I hated when it first came out, but I've grown to. I, I like it now. The. The, my biggest gripe was the animation, but you know, once you sort of get past that, it's actually a pretty good show. And I'm feeling that since they have this hit show that just got renewed for four seasons, or for two more seasons, a total of four, they probably stepped in and said, "Hey, Michael Bay, don't don't go yeah. crazy with this because yeah. we have a sh- you you can't have a show currently on TV." And then have a, a movie come out that's completely different. You know, this yep. is our brand. Yeah, it's kind of like what happened with uh, with Mortal Kombat. Remember, they're rebooting Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. as a live action series, and it made it set a little more uh, in reality. Mm-hmm. But right around that time, the new game was coming out, and Warner said, "Nope, you got to change it back because we got the game coming out, and it'll be too different." Yeah, because the guy. And that's for adults, you know what I'm saying? So you talk about for kids, and you're talking about confusing kids with two different properties like that. You know, I don't think Nickelodeon's going to have it. Huh, I don't think so either. So hopefully that that uh, influenced some of the changes that have gone on. So, uh, anyway, I yeah. think that's it for <laughs> TMNT, Secret of the Universe. Yeah, thank God, and I will never watch this movie ever again. Um, Me neither. Yeah, so... So, <laughs> check back with us uh, next next week where we will uh, be talking something uh, still related to uh, this topic. Yeah, well, let, you know? let's go ahead and say it. You know, we're, right. for our next point five, uh, going yeah, got hand a in hand. Going. Yeah, uh, go, going hand in hand with this movie, we are going to be uh, talking about the anniversary special that came out a few years ago called Turtles yeah. Forever. Yes. Which uh, was a crossover between the 2003 Turtles show and the original classic TMNT. And uh, 
gonna watch that. We're gonna talk about it. Yep. Probably play some clips from it. If you want to watch along with us, or you know, watch it before our show, it is on YouTube in in its entirety. Just type in Turtles Forever. It's forty minutes long. Yep. So, uh, yeah, get out there and check it out, and come back next week, and we will talk about it. Yeah, and uh, and and after we after the episode goes live, you know, hey, hit us up at uh, at Death Cakes Pod. Uh, myself at Ilrockski, him at J or at J Ru, J A Y R U seventy eight, and uh, weigh in on it. You know, if you got anything to say, Capitalism, you know? we're looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shouts out again, man. You know, you are our uh, our uh, TMNT Uber fan over there. So, um, yeah. Also, you can you can get our get at our Tumblr site. We are at uh, deathcakespod.tumblr.com for the time being. Still remaining. Um, Facebook.com slash Death Cakes Podcast. Instagram at Death Cakes Pod. And uh, if you want to just send a regular traditional email, it's deathcakespod at gmail.com. Does anyone do that anymore? I mean, uh, honestly, <laughs> I mean it, it, is email going the way of regular mail where nobody it, does it because it's too slow? It kind of <laughs> is because, uh, you know, actually once social media came around, you know, people started using email less and less. That's and crazy. text and, and and people you know they text and they have all these little apps and stuff where they just text each other, um, you know even without phone numbers now so all kinds of shit out there so but you know I know other podcasts have a mailbag so we have one too even though it doesn't get used yeah. <laughs> so uh, come on people <laughs> so hit us up there yeah and 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 please 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 if you listen to us on any kind of Apple product go, go into iTunes and give us a rating because we have none. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> on that note, all the podcasts out there, you know, Three Black Geeks, Black on Black Cinema, which we mentioned earlier, um, uh, all, all the shows that we've given props to, you know what? I, I gotta get off my, I got, I gotta get off my ass and stop being a hypocrite. I have never dropped a review on any, any show either, other than Dead Pixel Live a long time ago, like years and years ago. So uh, yeah, I, I need to start doing that. Start making my rounds there. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, I, I'm putting it out there because so you can hold me to it. It's out there. <laughs> Alright folks, well we will catch you on our .5 minisode where we'll be watching Turtles Forever. Alright. Until next time folks. See ya! And stop.